Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord for The Awakening in America, an outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library. Hey friends, my name is Walt and I'm glad you've joined Brenda and me today. We want to thank you for listening to our podcast now in 18 countries and we are encouraged. We invite you to tell your friends. Uh, We're taking a few weeks to share these devotional messages with you as we study and prepare for the new fall season. And it's our hope that this interlude will draw you into God's Word and encourage you in your personal walk with God. Uh, When I say the word meditate, what comes to your mind? Uh, Perhaps you think of different Eastern religions, the mysticism, uh, the thoughts of emptying your mind so something can come in. And I'm happy to let you know that's not what God has in mind at all. The psalmist calls us to meditate 14 different times. And one of my favorite passages is found in Psalm 1, verse 2. The the man of God, the one who wants to walk with God, his delight, this is verse 2, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. We see here that we have a choice. Uh, Don't walk, don't stand, don't sit in the path of sinners in the seat of scoffers. Don't do that. But instead, delight, that emotional word in his law, and then choose to meditate day and night. Uh, Brenda, you've had some um, other examples from Scripture to share about this word meditate. Yeah, and, you know, recently I've just kind of been drawn to this particular spiritual discipline, meditate, and that idea of what does it look like to think about, even as as you were sharing, Walt, but that meaning that, that we take time to ponder God, that we think deeply about who he is and consider who he reveals himself to be in writ- written scriptures. And so, you know, even asking ourselves this question today, why are we called to meditate on the Lord and to meditate in his word, just as you read in Psalm 1-2, verse the whole idea that verse tells us is that we would meditate on his law day and night. Well, the reason, um, there's a lot of reasons, but I'm going to clue in and we're going to share today, especially three. Uh, The first one that we want to share is that it is a spiritual practice that will benefit our hearts. The psalmist tells us in Psalm 63, 5 and 6, my soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. Well, I have to kind of smile as I read that first <laughs> phrase, Walt, because we just attended a very lovely wedding uh, uh, this past weekend. And there was a lot of rich food. A lot of rich food there was, <laughs> surf and turf. Yes. And so, um, as it were, our stomachs, our taste buds, our palate was satisfied. But we can take, it. it's just interesting, my soul's satisfied as with. So it, it's interesting here that the psalmist points to rich food um, as something that satisfies us. And so I think we can all... Uh, relate to that, which is why, of course, the, that those words are used. 
And then that whole idea of my soul is satisfied, but then also my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. And I love that double emphasis here. My mouth will praise you, but even my lips are going to be joyful to you. Why? When I remember you on my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. And I don't know how many of you find yourself sometimes awake in the middle of the night, but one of the things I've started to do is roll over and say, Lord, what do you want me to meditate on? And many times he'll bring scripture verses to my mind that I've been working on memorizing. He'll bring uh, prayer requests to my mind and things that I can speak back to him. And then that's a good time to remember who he is. Well, it's interesting that Not only does the psalmist talk about the word meditate, but there are a few other um, instances in the Bible where we see the word meditate. The first mention is actually found in Genesis 24, 63. And I was really surprised when I did a search for this. Isaac went out to meditate in the field toward evening. So perhaps you recall this story. Isaac is that promised son to Abraham and Sarah, and he's now um, an older man and not married yet. And so Abraham calls his faithful servant and has him um, swear that he will bring back a suitable wife for his son Isaac from his home country, and that he does not want his son to marry a woman from Canaanite background. So the servant has now gone off, gone back on this long journey, and he has not arrived back home yet. And you can only imagine Isaac. I wonder if a woman will actually come back with my dad's servant. Will will she actually travel all the way back? Um, will God provide this bride for me that Isaac has been waiting for a wife? And so Isaac comes out, he's put in a day of work, and he comes out toward evening to the field. And I know for me, that is also a great time of the day uh, to sit on the back deck or in my rocking chair outside and to meditate, to think about what the day has been, to bring Uh, any problems, any difficulties, any praises back to the Lord to reflect on his care and the strength that he's provided. And as we ponder about God's promises, we can seek his face with regard to our desires and our dreams. That's part of that whole thinking deeply and that meditating. There are appointments with our Almighty God. Look for His glory. Know that He delights in meeting with you. He tells us in Psalm 145, verse 5, on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. God is waiting. Um, And whenever we can come back to him, he wants us to run to him, meditate on the Lord and his attributes in the middle of the night. He'll call us into that personal time. Take time at the end of your day to reflect on God's work in your life. Praise him for sustaining you with strength, wisdom, courage, and insight, and even 
in the early morning before my day begins. The psalmist says, I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your words, my eyes are awake that I may meditate on your promise. Lord, you are my help. My hope is in you. And I meditate on your promises because you are true. You are faithful. And so we see why do we meditate? Because it benefits our hearts, satisfies our souls, brings praise and joy to our lips. But it also will help us sharpen our focus on God. And you know, Brenda, even as you were reading out of Genesis and that reminder at the end of the day, what a great way to end your day. But also I love in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, really this, this chapter is the transition from Moses leading the nation of Israel for 40 years in their wilderness wanderings to Joshua now leading the land, the, the, the nation into the land and having to conquer it. And I love what it says um, three different times. It says, oh, Joshua, you need to be strong and courageous. But then he says, how, how do you be strong and courageous? Is it something you just have to muster up from inside? And this is Joshua 1.8. Don't let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I love this passage, even as Joshua is preparing to go in. And where does he get this strength? Where does he get this courage? Where does he get this knowledge? He meditates on, on the law of the Lord. And that's what gets him through these difficult times. Yeah, and I I just love that thought of Joshua being a new leader. You know, he has followed Moses. He was one of the two um, spies that went into the land that was faithful. And so he survived the 40 years. He's been following Moses. M Moses has been, in, in a lot of ways, I'm sure, like a father to Joshua. And now God says, it's your turn to be the leader. And where does God direct him? He says, I want you to meditate on my law day and night. And so we see when we meditate, it benefits my heart. When I spend time meditating on God's word, it will sharpen my focus on who God is and what he's calling me to do. And it also will remind me that he is always with me. You know, as believers in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit resides in each of us. And so in 2 Timothy 2 verse 7, the Apostle Paul writes these words to his protege, Timothy, think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. The Apostle Paul says, ponder meditate, think over as you remember the words that have been spoken. We read his word. We read his word. It's living and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. The Holy Spirit leads us re residing within us and provides the understanding we need. And this is such a sweet reminder that as I come to spend time with the Lord, you know, I don't, I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't have to have all of the answers. 
And you know, I don't really even have to be the smartest person in the room because why? Because the Lord will give me just what I need at the time that I need it. Do I trust him for that? Do I truly believe that he will give me the insight, the wisdom, the understanding, the discernment that is necessary? The Apostle Paul says, yeah, think over it. Think over what I say for the Lord will give you understanding in, in everything. And so I can trust him just as Joshua could trust the Lord as he was being called to be the new leader. And so when I meditate on the Lord, when I think deeply and ponder his laws, his precepts, his ways, what? It will benefit my heart. It will satisfy me and I will experience great praise and joy. It will sharpen my focus on God. It will allow me to see where he's guiding and directing. And then that last one that we're focusing on today is I'm reminded that God is with me. I'm not alone. In fact, those were some of God's words there at that in Joshua 1 verse 9, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. God will be with us. And I love just even as we come to the conclusion of our little time together, um, we always want to say, okay, we've heard some things with our head, but we want it to also impact our heart and then even be lived out through our, our hands, uh, through our lives, through the, our actions and our words. And I, I have a couple of questions to ask you that I'm also asking myself. Um, the first is this, am I diligent in my pursuit of God? Um, am I diligent as I pursue God and as I meditate on him? Um, do I do it consistently, daily, or is it just a Sunday morning kind of thing? A uh, second question, do, do I run to his written word and believe it alone will provide the answers, the guidance, the promises, the peace, the comfort that my soul really needs in this troubled world? And the third question, when was the last time I, I thought deeply, I pondered, I meditated on God and his mighty works? Open your Bible to a couple of the Psalms and practice just reading through them, meditate on them, and even praying them back to God. Um, that's a great practice. And, and then last but not least, ask yourself, what would God want you to change so that you will live as God wants? As we go to the scripture, what needs to improve or what needs to change? What do I need to stop doing? That Those are things to meditate on and then ask the Lord, all right, Lord, you show me and I'll follow you. Well, you know, as Walt and I have come and brought these different messages to you on our podcast, Walk With God, it truly is our desire. We've been talking quite a bit over the last month or so. What is our purpose? What is our goal for our podcast? And it really is at the core and deep in both of our hearts. We want to walk more closely with God and we want to invite each of you as our listeners. We want to invite you as a listener to have that personal relationship with God that that is real, that it's vital, and that you do truly, even as as Walt just shared, you know, do, do I run to his word? Um, do I really believe that he'll provide the answers and guidance, the peace and the comfort 
our days are so difficult um, over these past year and a half or more all the things that we're facing in our world, uh, we can become very discouraged. But God's word is that light for us. In a dark world, God's word shines light, that it is on our path and we can go there for that refreshment that we need. Will we run there? And this is a spiritual practice to meditate And it can be a challenge for so many of us. If you're like me, you're always moving, you're always working, you're always doing the next task on your to-do list. And so I pray that each of our hearts, your heart, my heart, Walt's heart, have been stirred today, what? To know him better and then to find great enjoyment and pleasure in him as we meditate on his law day and night. Well, friends, until our next time together, we pray that you will continue to walk with God. Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord for The Awakening in America and Outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library. 